right. Here we go. Episode zero. It is a milestone. This is a path that we have been working on for how long? If I mean, if you want to start at the beginning, it's been 13 years, but you know. This has been 13 years in the making to be an overnight success. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but shoot, from the moment Xavier went into school, we've been on this path. That's what, last right. November? It's almost last been a November. Year. Last Ten November. Last November. Ten months. Yeah. September. September 2022, we'll look back at this moment and realize our lives have changed forever. Just like when the dude that walked out the door after filming Good Morning America said, y'all business will never be the same again. Right. Man, it's a lot of emotions. I don't know. I feel... A chunky man, we proud of. Yes. All right. You want to introduce yourself? Okay. And, oh, um, and your show, I want you to know, you officially have a podcast. I have a podcast in the making. I haven't recorded anything yet, so I don't have a podcast. This is technically yours, but it's okay. No. Okay. My name is Andre, Mr. President Osborne, and you are here in the presidential minutes. Is that how should I say it? What do you think I should say? I don't know. Minutes are presented. Mm. So. These are the presidential minutes with Andre Osborne. And your title? So, Who are you? Where have you been? What have you been doing? Where do you work? I would, ladies first. Ladies and first? And since you're the first lady. Welcome. My name is Danielle Dawkins Osborne. I am a mother, an entrepreneur a wife, a crafter in my spare time when there is time. Um, I am an old soul, as I've been told my entire life. i happy to be here. First day of this podcast life that we're starting. And that's me. Okay. And I would ask you also, you have a business. Uh, tell me. My family has a business. I don't say I have a business. My family oh. has a business. Okay. Um, Alex Lexington is the name of the business. Formerly Atlanta Gold and Silver. We started, we opened this company in November of 2009 after my father retired from the Diamond District in New York. And he came down here and he was retiring. And my then boyfriend, now husband, and him got to talking. Um, about going, working for my father. He wanted to open a store here and Andre said, yeah, I want to do that. And we went to New York for his cousin's wedding. She got married on Sunday. We got married on Monday at the Justice of the Peace. And the rest is history. We, that is how, that's basically how Alex actually got started. And we are a precious metals and diamond broker and recently going into the jewelry space. What kind of jewelry? Fine jewelry, custom jewelry, simple pieces. Um, we carry simple pieces. Um, oh, yeah, hold on, can... hold on. Wait, just, just so we can back up a little bit. 
what is fine jewelry? Because most people have no clue the difference between that and anything else. Fine jewelry is going to be the simple pieces that generally have diamonds or gemstones in it. It's going to be there. Most of the time they're going to be delicate. They're going to be smaller pieces more so. Well, no, they can be smaller. Cubans, big depend- I'm going to say Cubans don't fall into the fine jewelry space. No, I wouldn't call Cubans fine jewelry. Okay. Tennis bracelets and tennis necklaces are fine jewelry. Diamond, diamond rings, the bigger the stone, those, that's fine jewelry. Fine jewelry and the everyday stuff are not exactly the same. It's hard to describe. But we call it hardware. We, what's hardware? The jewelry, the rings. This is hardware, baby. It's made of metal. It's not hardware. Okay. Fingerware? Can I call it fingerware? Uh, yeah, uh, not, not relevant. Okay. So, fine jewelry. I'm sorry. I did sidestep you. I was just curious. Um, I like to cover the bases because most people don't know what the statements that we use regularly, the lingo is. And I want to make sure everybody has an understanding of what that is and what it's not. So fine jewelry also includes precious metals. So fine jewelry, I just Googled it just to make sure that I'm not crazy. So fine jewelry is anything made from gold, silver, platinum, and palladium. Mm. Any of the precious metals. That's technically fine jewelry. Now, I personally, my personal definition of fine jewelry is going to be the more artistic pieces that are are not just the regular run-of-the-mill that you can find in any store. But definition of fine jewelry is anything made of solid gold, silver, platinum, or palladium, which are the precious metals. Fashion jewelry would be the other jewelry, and that's anything made out of enamel, acrylic, plastics, any of the other... Anything plated. Anything plated, the materials that you make into jewelry that you can find and is on the, of course, less expensive side because it's not made of the metals, the precious metals. Gotcha. Um, All right. So my next question to you then is, I think we kind of stated this, but let's just let's just air it out so people can so people can know. Um, how long have you been in the business? Me personally, I have been in the precious metals and diamond space space since two thousand nine. So I am coming up. I am excuse me, coming up on thirteen years this winter, or being in the actual industry, saying I work here. It's been that long. It has been 13 years. Yes, it has. Jeez. Okay. And so that's how long, how long has your family been in, been in the business? No, my family, my family is a whole nother ballgame. My dad started in the industry in the 70s, and he started with his uncle who was in the industry before him. Not too much older than that, but he was in the, he was definitely brought my dad in. And they stayed. I think got to 47th Street in 1975, 76, Six, 76. 76. Fresh out the service. Brother Fresh Paul. out the military, yes. Yep. And Army vet, Army vet over there. And they laser drilled, cut, 
and soaked diamonds. So basically, diamonds went no. How do I say this? Diamonds, when they get to the store, are clean for the most part. They they have still some imperfections because some things you just can't get rid of. And that, of okay. course, determines price. But they were getting the black spots out of stones, um, soaking them to clean them so that it would enhance, not enhance, I'm sorry, give it a better clarity grade. And Think of it like you got your car from the dealership but you still take it to get detailed. Yes. Sort of like that. Or you you had a you had you were in an accident and you got a dent and you take it somewhere and they fix the dent and give it back to you like it's brand new. Correct. That's kind of what they did with diamonds. You can't perfect all of them, but you can get them better than they were when you first got them. They did that for a lot of people. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people. Can we give a story industry. real quick? It depends. All right. So I wasn't born into this game. I guess I'll plug myself in at this juncture. I signed up for an operation I had no knowledge about. I've also been doing this for 13 years. Um, I've learned trial by fire. And I've seen a lot. I've heard a lot of things. Dad used to say he didn't have a client, for example. that would give him a phone call. He's not sending a runner. The owners themselves call him and said, Tony, I need you to come pick something up for me. He goes and picks up 10,000 carats at a time. Now, the average person here is 10,000 carats. They're like, this dude is talking out the side of his mouth. Hmm. Diamonds come in parcels, and those parcels can make up. It's not... And they're not, and they're not all big stones like this. They're little itty bitty minute stones like this. The cameras, the cameras. Are- I know it's right there. Yeah, it should be right in front of me. You're talking about little tiny little speck of stones. If it fell on the ground, you spend the next twenty minutes trying to find it. A ton of those, like ton of those. They need to be cleaned before they can be set in jewelry and sold. And that's what he did. And you would go pick up thousands of carrots at a time you'd clean them and you take them back and you get thousands of carrots more and that's what they did and it just sounds like you have all this money and i mean you make good you make good money you you're not gonna if you if you're you do it right you're gonna make what you're making sense on the carrot or what comparison to the value of the actual product because they're paying for you to do a service you're not getting these stones to keep, you're getting them to clean them, to give back in a better state than you got them. And they pay you for that service. So it's just this, oh, you've got all this money. No, I'm not saying money was not made. Great money was made. On the level, it's, there's a, there's a discrepancy. There you go. I just, I like to air that out. So that's my, um, I know these stories. Danielle will sidestep some of these stories because she's so matter of fact about the situation. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was working in the office. This dude came in with this four carat stone, and he was funny. Wait, you just sidestepped the fact that the dude just mentioned he had a four carat. Diamonds were just around. It was part of it. First, was the first thing Dad told us when he got when we got in this business with him. Never fall in love with the product. A hustler's it's always mentality. For sale. It's, it's always, always for sale. For sale. 
We've sold a couple of my rings just because we got the right price for it. We also didn't pay. We also don't pay full retail for stuff for ourselves. So that's a whole side ball game. But literally sold the ring off her finger. Um, it was a good price. It was, the price was right and the money was needed. So you did yeah. what you did. It's part of it. Part of the industry. Um, so I guess we can give a formal answer then for the next question. What parts of the business do you participate in? We buy all metals in any form as long as they're not attached to something else. So we'll buy gold, silver, platinum, palladium, jewelry, sterling silverware. Um, this lady came in here with a gold press-on nail one time that was 14 karat. That was, um, that's, that's from the era. Yeah, but that's from the era. She bought that back when gold was $200 an ounce. I mean... Sure, I'm going to get a set of 10 nails to just press on when I'm going out to the club. And yes, that's real gold. Um, coins and bullion, U.S. coins pre-1965 were are 90% silver. So that's something we buy because that's close to, uh, that's not all the way sterling, but it's close to sterling silver. We, and that is everything we purchase. We sell go, co the coins and bullion back to the, to They still make that um, stuff? Just curious. Oh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the U.S. Mint, most of the most of the government mints still produce. So the U.S. Mint produces the eagles and the buffaloes. The, in gold. In gold. The silver buffaloes, other mints produce. Uh, the Canadian Mint makes the maple in gold and silver in different sizes. The, and metals. Yes. And... Let's see, who else does it? The Austrian kookaburra, kookaburra? No, no. They're based on their national, their, their national right. animals. The Philharmonic is the Austrian one. Um, Australia kookaburra. For those who don't know, I'm, for those who don't know, because this is the intro, I'm the coin specialist here, but I'm just going this down with Danielle. He's trying to see sure. how much I actually know or remember. It's okay. I know. I know. It's okay. I know. You're trying to test me. Who else? What other mints put out? China puts out a panda. Uh -huh. And then outside of the, the government mints, you have... Mexico, our neighbor, also a neighbor, Libertad. Mexico puts, puts out the Libertad. The, then you go, then you get down, once you come down from the... Sovereign mints is what The sovereign, called. the government mints. Then you get the people who were up here, the mints in the industry below them. So... Historical ones, Johnson, Matthew, and Engelhard, they were the staple for the longest time. Now you Credit have Swiss. All, Credit Suisse. Then you have a whole bunch of other mints that are around and produce a lot. And mm -hmm. they, they produce gold, silver, platinum, palladium. You will see coins with everything from Bart Simpson to Mickey Mouse to Star Wars. People put anything on them, on a coin. It's not easy to get to the place where you can put stuff like that. I'm about to say, why don't you have a coin? Or why don't we have a coin? That's expensive on another level. A dream of Andre's. Andre wants to Andre wants to put Alex Lexington on a bar. He's a dreamer and a doer, so it might happen soon. I dreamed about this later. and here we are. Here we are. So there are regulations that you have to meet to mint something and put anything on it, put your hallmark on it, so to speak. And that's just a process. 
And it's just not something we've done. Possible, but it's not something we've gotten into. So that's the coins and the bullion and the scrap metal. Now, then you go into the diamonds. Diamonds we will buy in settings, loose. If it is actually a diamond and you like our price, we will buy it. We're here to buy everything from the Alex Lexington side. So now the Alex Diamonds, which is the new, our newest baby, um, that is the fine jewelry and custom side where we have specific staples that you can just have access, we have access to that we sell. And then there are the pieces for people who want to come in and make their own. You want a ring a certain way, a necklace a certain way. It can be done for a price. Because anything, we you know, in any industry, when you add the word custom to it, it inflates the price. Because there weren't a million of them made. Okay. How do we... So, of course, we are going to do shameless plugs because we're here to educate and inform. AlexLexington.com is the precious metal side. What's your side? Alex Lexington Diamonds. So, Sorry, it's my side. Okay. We kind of got a his and her thing going. Or as we like to say, invest or indulge. That's that too. That too. Investing and indulging. Okay. So... Have you been featured anywhere? It's actually a funny story behind that. We've been featured anywhere. We were in the office in Midtown before we before we we moved to Chambly. We were in Midtown for nine years. Yep. Eight years. Eight nine years. Eight nine years. And yeah. me and my cousin who um, has was gone now has left us um, before he passed. This was way before then, and. Me and him were trying to figure out why someone's assay was off. So something I missed, backtracking slightly for a second, something we also do is we would buy from precious me- other precious metals dealers, jewelry stores, pawn shops. They would sell to us as well. They would sell to us as bulk. Their rate was better, better than the regular, than regular people coming off the street. And we used to smelt for them. We still do. It's not a big part of our business, but we still have the capabilities. Anyway, there when you melt you melt the gold into a blob and then you put it in a machine, the machine tells you the percentage makeup of gold and it didn't come up the way it was supposed to. We're figuring out and Andre is just being Andre and trying to butt in and doing whatever he was doing and crossing telling him, hey, answer this phone call. You go do that. He comes out the office and says, hey, good morning, America. I'll be here in a couple hours. Excuse me? Yes. Good morning, I'll be here. I would like to also note, I don't watch Good Morning America. That's why me and him, me, I watch Good Morning America. That's why me and him look like, who? Who called you? I took the call. Who's they were coming? like, yeah, we want to come film. I was like, okay. Also, I would like to note, we told these people we're busy right now. Call us back in like an hour. And they did. And they did. Don't ask me how. Don't ask me why. The rest is history. Yep. We were on Good Morning America in August 11, 2011. And the only reason I remember that is because our anniversary. Yay. Yay. Um, was it only Good Morning America we were featured on? Good Morning America. I think we were on 20. What's the, what's the, what's the evening broadcast minutes? on ABC? No, it's not Day, ABC Nightline. Nightline. I got to look that up. Um, and I think local local ABC affiliate we were on as well. Yeah. 
So we have some kind of uh, star notability, notoriety. I guess you could say that. Okay. But that doesn't equal guarantee long-term success. It doesn't. I mean, it w- gold was also $1,900 an ounce. And the reason no, no, they were no, no. calling it was not at the time. It was not 19 at the time. World News the to, It was World News Tonight. World News Tonight. That was, that was the, the evening news that we ended up on. World News Tonight. And yeah. at that time, gold was on its way to $1,900 an ounce. And that was the first time it had ever gotten as high as it was. So that was news. And they were trying to find a smelter that did what we did to film that. And our doors was a revol- our door was a revolving door for six months. The rest nine of months? the year. Into January or February. It was like it was like the, I tell people like the DMV. We we had sitting was standing room only. Yeah. We, we, we have had to shut the, the door, door down at like three o'clock. Just so uh, we could finish who was in there so we could leave by six. Or seven. There's never enough money to buy. But we always had money to buy. That's just a part of the industry. Uh, If you have gold, something I'll tell anybody, if you have gold, money is a phone call away. Right. Because you have, but money money isn't limitless. Money isn't limitless. us mere mortals. So, yeah. Being a family business? Yeah. Yeah. Small family business. It's just us. Me, Just you and us. We make it happen at any scale. Um, so, next question. Any parts of the business you don't participate in and why? We don't refine. Refining is But, but everybody says they're refinery. No, 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 no. Everybody does say they're refinery. Okay, well, okay. By definition, you're a refiner when you are a completely industrial situation you can perform all of the chemical, all of the chemical tests that need to be done on metal in order to refine it all the way down to pure. Because everything you see, my jewelry, um, any unless it's already 24 karat, which is not impossible, just as not even normal. gold out the ground. Gold out the ground. It has to be refined and it takes a chemical process. And you have to be in completely industrial space because you can't use those kind of processes. Just anywhere. And that's not, that's just not what we do. We are semi-industrial, meaning we smelt, but we don't refine at all. That is probably one of the, let's see, is that the only side of the industry we don't touch? I believe so. Yeah. We deal in the diamonds, we deal in the coins. We don't produce our own, we don't produce our own bars. Most Um, refineries, people who, most people who refine produce their own. Okay. All right. So I guess my final question, well, not my final, but um, one of the last questions is, what do you bring to the table? Alex Lexington is a hybrid unto itself. We want to buy every piece of gold, silver, platinum, platinum that's on the market. Of course, that's not possible, but that's our goal. But at the same time, one of something that is all that is just about up there at the same place with that is educating. Enough people don't know about the precious metals market. They don't know 
how easy it is to get into the precious metal market. And some just don't know what they have. Like everybody, not everybody, most people who are the age of 30 something and up can remember their parents having a jar of change in the house. They would just throw the coins in there. If that jar has never been touched in the last 20 or 30 years, I almost guarantee you there is 90% silver coins in that jar. Things that people just don't know regularly. Any dime, quarter, or half dollar pre-1965, which means 1964 and go backwards, 63, 62, 61, is 90% silver. So therefore, that quarter is worth what? Four? No, no, no. no. So the quarter is about 2 to $3. Ah, silver's come down. Sorry. Quarter's 2 to $3. The, the dime's about a dollar. The halves are about five bucks. Right. And if you take. have the if you have the one dollar coins from back then, which is the more then you're talking dollars. about sixteen bucks. They're only about thirteen dollars worth of silver, but there's a market the market rate for it is higher than that. Right. And we're just talking circulated coins. So for those of that know that don't know, millions upon millions of these coins were produced every year. The misconception is all of them, just because they're old, are worth a bunch of money. Or that These suckers come in, oh, and, and they're rare. Just because you don't know about it, the You're reality is... show on why my, why my coin isn't rare. We're going to do a show on why my coin isn't rare, but this is episode zero. We're just doing the intros. Um, but that's something that we educate on. We educate customers on literally every day. Almost all day. We spend most of our day educating. And one of the main purposes of this podcast is to educate and inform on a broader scale. Because the best feeling in the world is when somebody comes in and says, I didn't know that. They go home, they come back, and they get money for something they were literally going to throw out or give away. And it's a great, one of my um, campaigns is to educate everyone that I can get my, get close to, um, to knowing what precious metals, the value of what they are, what they can bring to you and the wealth you can create in the simplest way possible. Um, yeah. So last question, why are you special? What makes Alex Lexington special or Alex Diamond special? What makes Danielle special in this Danielle industry? special because she's Danielle. Um, no. Dan- Alex Diamond and Alex Lexington is special because of who we are, how long we've been here. The fact that I'm a, I have a permanent tan is serious in the precious metal space because there are people that look like us are few and far between. And that's putting it mildly. Not that we don't exist. Few and far between. Like, it, they're, we're just not there as a whole. I'm not saying we don't exist. There aren't a lot of us. There aren't enough of us. And it's one of our passion projects to inform everybody, but, a little closer to home, people that 
who we who are our people who look like us to know that the precious metals industry is accessible. It is something that you should have. I will never tell anybody that their entire portfolio needs to be completely precious metals. That's just that's a lie. That's a lie. But I fe- I, I am a believer that you should have some because it's it the over over time and oh and also it's not it's a long game. It's not something you're going to put money in today and get back tomorrow. It's just not going to happen. That's not how precious metals works. But. That's not how most things in life work, by the way. Most things, right. You don't you don't buy a house. Well, in the last several years, you buy a house today and you've got 20,000 equity tomorrow because of how crazy the market is. But generally speaking, you don't buy things and get double or triple your value the next day. It just doesn't work that way. But case in point, we have clients who are grandparents who come in and sell some of their metal just to pay for their grandkids' college tuition. It's just what they do. We see them. We see them twice a year. I'm training in some stuff. Baby girl's tuition is due. She's in. And matter of fact, we have one specific client. He's been doing it so long. Like, oh my goodness, she's just about. She's getting ready. What? She's in her junior year or something. Junior year. Yeah. She's in her junior year. Like our 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 client. And that's family. grandchild number one. He's doing it for I think two or three of them. Our and... our clients become our family. They, we watch their kids grow up. They watch our kids grow up. They, they, we grow with them. And with that, we bring some sort of education toward the precious metals industry. Thank you. I think we've, we've done episode zero. Who we are, what we do. Hopefully, you'll come see us. And if not even see us, but you'll see someone about your future or the value that you're missing out on at the end of the day. Exactly. All right. Thank you.